What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourself. So today, we've got an incident from the Ukraine as well. Another one from 1953 about an old woman who states that she encountered three alien visitors who had multiple different tubes with them and they were collecting samples as well as telling her where they came from. So in this particular incident, it's it occurred in 1953 in Jan Ukraine. Sorry, it's hard to pronounce, but Jan is the best way I can say it. Um, so these events happened in uh, in between August 17th and August 20th of 1953. Um, the article is on ufoinsight.com. And uh, the story goes that a woman named Lena Kravitz, uh, not spelled the same way as Lenny Kravitz, <laughs> it's Lena uh, Ivanova, Ivanovna Kravitz, uh, was on her way to visit her aunt when her attention was directed towards a silver globe uh, flying through the air at an altitude of about 150 feet, which is pretty damn low, man. I mean, you think your house is about, you know, a single story house is probably 20 feet even, um, you know, at its tip. So yeah, man, I mean, that's, it's pretty dang close. And the distance was about 300 feet away from her. She continued to watch the object as it descended towards the ground and disappeared between behind and between the houses, uh, in, in, in the distance. So although witnesses were unaware at the time, another lady who lived in the house nearby was outside of her house getting water from the well and noticed three strangers uh, standing underneath a nearby apple tree. She watched as these three figures cut away one of the branches that was full of apples. She continued to watch three men that went from tree to tree, first from the plum tree and then to the cherry tree, cutting down branches at each tree. Each time they would take samples of the fruit and she noticed that they also appeared to be carrying other samples, such as wheat and rye. Then, one of the figures turned around and looked directly at her. It then turned to the other two and alerted them to her presence. Each of the three figures was now standing directly at her. To begin with, the woman didn't suspect that they were anything more than teenagers just, you know, stealing some food. But she assured them she wouldn't, you know, turn them in for stealing. However, when they began approaching, she quickly realized they weren't even teenagers. They actually weren't even human at all. And so they got closer and closer. And the witness stated that she could tell each of them was wearing the same style, dark overalls, gloves on their hands and helmets on their heads. So along with the food, this woman also witnessed that they were carrying transparent tubes each containing small animals such as frogs lizards and even a fish 
but only one of each. They didn't need multiple. They only had one of each. So it was clear that they were like sample collecting, right? When they were about a short distance from her, one of them began speaking some badly broken Russian. She told them, or they told her, that they had flown from quote-unquote up there while pointing to the sky. They also claimed that they were looking for their people, although they feared that humans had annihilated them. So this is where it gets a little bit more interesting in just a moment. Uh, so it states that whether whether she was in shock or not, the witness asked if they were gods to which they were perplexed. <laughs> At this point, the witness became suddenly scared and began making the sign of the cross over her chest. But they sensed her fright and they said that, you know, they assured her that they were not gods. They had actually come from another planet. And even more so, uh, their race had discovered Earth and they sent a scout ship to investigate what was going on on Earth. However, they hadn't heard from their scout ship and, the, and they feared that something happened. So they ultimately sent a search team to locate them. And the woman wasn't sure how long the, the ship was missing on Earth. But she stated that there had recently been a war, which would have been World War II, uh, and the Korean War uh, would be around that time as well. And she stated that uh, they could have been shot down during this conflict. Now, this could be a little unsettling, but the figure replied that they had been watching Earth for some time, and they were more aware that uh, of many wars that had been fought on the planet. So they were aware that we had been at war for quite a while. They've been watching us, they've been, you know, witnessing us. And again, remember, right? Most UFO activity that's been on record has occurred after 1945. So, you know, we've when we started to experience with the atom bomb, when we started doing research, when we started doing testing, this is when these UFOs really started to make their headway. And a lot of people don't understand that there's a lot of species underground. Many species, different types of species are underground that you use UFOs as well. So, you know, when these UFO sightings started to occur, it's because a lot of these species were very concerned about the nuclear testing that was going on, the nuclear uh, preparations, and that, you know, we are driven by our emotions, that we are um, un <laughs> unprepared for our technology, that we're unstable, that we're, you know, we're not even capable of getting along with ourselves so how could we possibly get along with another species right um i mean we're not even living in harmony with earth um we're overpopulating it we're polluting it so i mean these guys have their right to be worried about us <clears throat> so um although it was not seemingly explained as to why they had been watching us um they said it was their overall mission to encourage humans to live in peace now, this is interesting. She stated that even more bizarre, they claimed that the wars that were fought on Earth had an effect on natural disasters on their home planet. Isn't that interesting? How could our wars have an effect on their home planet? Could it be exopolitics? Exopolitical meaning like, you know, if, if we're a warfaring planet, could we be affecting their own battles on their own planet? Like, you know... Politics are fought over ideas, or, and wars are fought over politics, and they're fought over ideas. If, you know, one faction on their planet was to protect Earth and another was to to destroy us, they could f have battles over that, right? I mean, that's just one example. Or could it mean that us using nuclear power, nuclear tests, could be damaging the universe as a whole? 
we've been told this by many different species, by many different alien abductions, that these nuclear tests that we do or any nuclear blasts actually tear apart some of the time-space continuum. So could we be affecting other planets just by our nuclear blasts? Could we be emitting some sort of radiation or some other form of energy that could be damaging some some places in the galaxy. This has been told to us time and time again. And actually, missile testing has been stopped by UFOs. They've been shot down. So this is very plausible. So let's see what else we have to say in this article. She said, they asked more questions about you know from the woman, such as how we measured time. Isn't that interesting? Why do they care about how we measure time? It seems like such an inconsequential thing to ask about. I mean, it's totally made up, right? I mean, we just have a clock so that we know and we can can um, communicate um, at a certain hour, right? Like, if we're going to call you at 5 o'clock, I'll call you at 5 o'clock. Okay, cool, that's our appointment time. Or we can show up on time. But that's it, right? It has no, has no real meaning other than the fact that the sun comes up in the morning, sun goes down at night. That's that's real time. But how we calculate time seems to be inconsequential, at least at least in my mind. They also asked about uh, religion, you know, and religion, of course, right? It's kind of, it's interpretive, right? Um, they were, they also asked about many other things. They asked about uh, what the firewood was that the woman had been carrying and what it was used for, Um which seems bizarre, right? Like, you know, why would they have to ask about that? You'd think they know about that. But however, following the exchange, the figure told the woman to turn around and look behind her. There, hovering a short distance above the ground, was a large silver spear. The figure informed her that they had traveled from their planet in this silver craft. She walked with them and headed towards the object, and before they boarded the craft, they offered her a piece of their bread. Interesting, because this has come up in other alien encounters and alien abductions. Uh, aliens had offered one individual like three pancakes. And the pancakes tasted like cardboard, according to uh, this one witness. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but I've done a, done a podcast about it. I believe it was in so uh, South America. But they gave him three pancakes. Tasted like cardboard. They had no flavor to it, right? We're the ones that had a whole bunch of flavoring and things like that. You may, it makes you wonder if they don't add a bunch of flavorings to elongate their life, right? Um, because maybe flavorings such as syrup, right? Too much sugar could be bad for you. But who really wants to live a life with pancakes without sugar and syrup and butter? I mean, come on now. So <clears throat> they gave her a piece of bread. She took it initially, but when she snapped a piece off, she could see a black substance inside that she didn't wish to eat. She thanked them for the, She thanked them for the bread and handed it back. With that, they entered the craft, and, and it rose into the air and disappeared into the night sky. So that's really the end of that particular story. What do you think about that? Do you think that, you know, this is a real story comprised of, you know, real events? Again, this is the 50s, man. This is the 50s. So this is like early, early in the UFO phenomenon, right? We had 47 here in the United States. Uh, with Roswell, with Aztec, New Mexico, and then this is 53 in the Ukraine. Um, we didn't get a real clear description of the figures. However, she thought they were human, so they had to be at least five foot, maybe six feet. Um, she stated that they were wearing helmets. 
that's not very common in a lot of cases either. It, it has come up from time to time. Uh, there, there was a picture of a spaceman, quote-unquote, on a Polaroid um, uh, that a man took of his little girl, took a picture of her, and in the back is what looks like a human standing up in like basically a spacesuit, a very thin spacesuit with a white helmet. And, and the suit was white as well, but just like skin tight. And the man said that when he took the picture of his daughter, there was nobody behind her, yet this man appeared and he had a helmet on. So it, <clears throat> it does come up from time to time, but it's fairly rare. So what do you think about this particular incident? What's interesting is, is that they ask her certain questions. They ask her about time. Why would that matter? They ask her about religion. Why would that matter? You know, to them, in, in general, it's it's almost as if they're just kind of like here for, uh, you know, information gathering, but not really super pertinent information. But maybe they're trying to figure out how and why we work and what we why we do the things that we do and maybe why wars are fought. And so maybe they're trying to influence us that way and maybe influence us for the better, um, try to bring about peace and harmony. And, and that's that is why they said that that was one of their missions for coming here alongside of the fact that they were kind of a rescue mission to try to find their uh, their lost ship um, that, w that had been sent here. So, what do you think? You know, do you think that this is legit story? It seems legit, seems interesting enough, seems that most people don't want to have this information put out there, you know, for fear of being made fun of. So, it could be real. It's definitely an interesting story. I enjoyed it. I hope you did too. I'll leave it there because I got another story coming up. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Tell me what you think in the comment section on uh, Anchor or on Facebook or on TikTok. Love to hear from you. And I hope you guys are taking care of your physical health, spiritual health, emotional health, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care. And Lockdown Universe out.